Aspiring Headliner with QSC. Very warm welcome to the Headliner Radio podcast. Today I'm joined by Liverpool-based bedroom pop artist Amber J, who has just released her debut EP, Never Too Far From A Dark Thought. Good morning, Amber. How are you? Good morning. I'm all right. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm not bad, thank you. It's a pleasure to have you on the show today. Oh, thanks. I'm really happy to be here. Good, good. Um, how, how have things been for you? I know, obviously, the EP release yesterday must have been a pretty mad day. Um, how, how have things been sort of over the last year? Obviously, it's been a crazy time for for musicians, for, well, for everyone, really, especially for musicians and, and creatives. But have you been managing to sort of keep yourself busy and, and sort of maintain your, your productivity, I guess? Yeah, definitely. Like... I was kind of lucky that this EP was recorded in February 2020 and we finished okay. it like through lockdown. So right, right. I had like, um, I had the, the work basically there and the songs to work with over the year. If I ever didn't have them at the start of the year, I think it would have been an entirely different year. Um, but having that material there to, you know, start thinking about visuals and doing in the like gaps where it wasn't lockdowns, doing some sort of like, photo shoots and trying to get together little bits to put this release together um it kept me uh, quite busy so yeah that Good. that Good. was really uh handy that the the recording process was done prior to the pandemic yeah good timing <laughs> good timing so so throughout the pandemic it's just kind of been the promo around it and stuff like that I guess all the kind of things that go around creating a music project now it's not just the music obviously is it as, as you I'm exactly. sure you know just sort of getting into this world but um yeah awesome awesome uh, where are you joining us from say you are, do you happen to be joining us from your from your bedroom today or where are we I'm, I'm in the kitchen today um <laughs> and and yeah because my bedroom anywhere else in the house has terrible wi-fi this is the only place but it's the most inconvenient place because it's like all open plan so everyone has to like you know, if someone's on a Zoom call, everyone else has to pretend that, like, they're on a Zoom call and yeah. just be absolutely, like, <laughs> silent. And the whole house has to, like, <laughs> just be quiet. Yeah, um, yeah. But, yeah, I'm in the kitchen with this lovely red wall, which my yeah. mum painted. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Um, yeah, I mean, when did you first start writing, Anne? Because um, I know, sort of, you had some guitar lessons and stuff, um, and that's sort of how you got into to the kind of musical side of things when did you actually start songwriting though um and how did uh, when did the sort of the journey all start for you I guess um I think songwriting started when I was about 15 um I played drums beforehand and that was my main instrument and then when it came to like GCSE they were like you need to do some sort of composition and so I was like oh god like I'm gonna have to pick up like an instrument because I can't like do the theory sort of like Sibelius computer sort of um, composition. So um, I already had like dabbled a bit on the guitar and I'd had some lessons, but um, never really thought about songwriting. So that was the first time I think the idea was put in my head. Um, And I just, I wrote and just didn't stop, I think. And it wasn't, I didn't intend to do anything with the songs. I was like the idea of ever being a music artist didn't really like, into my head I think it was other people who encouraged me to like share my music mm. um was sort of the the catalyst to to sort of everything because probably being left to my own um devices I wouldn't have wanted to ever share my music because yeah. I'm so like like just 
always drowning in self-doubt <laughs> um <laughs> and yeah and so I think it was just other people who've who've sort of came in at different parts of of the process to really encourage me to to do it and then I, I've always like been in love with songwriting so I always wanted to do songwriting um and then yeah the being like an, an artist and like making that into what it is now has um just been a mixture of like my own drive but then other people come in and kind of go in uh like here's a bit of like advice and maybe you should do a bit of this and and kind of just a bit of like all all hands in all, all hands on deck really to kind of to get me to this point I reckon yeah that's nice that you've had that support though around you to kind of push you in the right direction sometimes that's just all that's needed really obviously the kind of the the, the raw talent was there and, and it was always something that you wanted to do but sometimes like you say you just need that support system and a little bit of a push in the right direction a little bit of a luck sometimes um and yeah that's cool that's cool um so I mean being a a sort of sort of grassroots songwriter who who were you listening to growing up I'm guessing some some you know real singer songwriter types um were sort of inspired your sound um who were you listening to growing up and who do you feel like sort of had the biggest impact on on your music um I think it it's kind of strange like when I started songwriting I was like big into Ellie Golden like mm. when she first was like you know breaking through she had that sort of like folky songwriter sound yeah, before yeah. she kind of went a bit more pop um and so I was I kind of took comfort in her sort of work because her her voice was not naturally like sort of commercial um and that was the first sort of voice I think I heard where I was like oh, like, you don't have to have, like, a voice like Beyonce or, like, you know, to, those big, huge voices, which are incredible, but n- nowhere near, like, what, how I can sing. And so when I started to discover artists like, you know, like Ellie Golden and people like that, I was like, oh, like, you don't have to have a, com- a commercial sort of voice mm-hmm. to, to be a songwriter, to be an artist. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also I also listened to a lot of, like, Arctic Monkeys as well because I was, like drumming so my dad always had um their albums on and it just you know it went into it went into my head and I actually like I love the Arctic Monkeys um yeah yeah, I was listening to a lot of Amy Winehouse as well Mm -hmm. it it was a lot of my dad sort of playing CDs in the car and um I always thought like because you know you you have no visuals when you were like that that age so that era there was no really sort of access to the internet or like music videos so in my head Amy Winehouse looked like Judy Dench mm. like that's who I imagined singing those songs and when I saw the CD cover I was like oh my god like she's like below 30 or like <laughs> just in her 30s or however yeah. old she was um but she had but, that mature yeah. mature vocal which kind of give you yeah, um, yeah. yeah yeah and I think it was just a, a mixture of everything really but um I think I don't know if I was solely inspired by one person I think it was kind of like picks of everything yeah. all together yeah 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 now I know um kind of throughout your music you touch on uh kind of the connection between like it's quite cinematic your your music um and I was reading a little bit about earlier you know you've always been quite fascinated with this connection between music and and cinema or the screen you know and the visuals like you were saying um and that influence can be heard in your music, obviously. Um, you know, your production's quite experimental, which is cool. Um, 
playing around with the vocal and and kind of pulling on those emotional chords, so to speak. Um, tell us a little bit about that and sort of the inspiration behind that. I mean, you've also already just touched on it um, a little bit, but yeah. Yeah, I think I've always been um, sort of fascinated with that relationship of how music and like screen come together. And I think I found a lot of like um, inspiration in other people's narratives. And I'm, I'd always watch things like especially before, you know, when I was around 15 and didn't really have any life experiences where which struck me to to write about. I'd look to other narratives and write about other people's um, situations. And so that's always been like a something that I've lent on to sort of creatively pull from. Um, but I also just love doing it as well. Like I love when I'm like struck by a film I've watched or a TV show. And then I'm kind of like gutted that it's over. So then I'll try and like write about it, try and like keep it going like it didn't end. Um, and just as well, you can take so much from like from like a set of film and you can try and choose the instrumentation around like the world and, and try and choose something that you think would fit in that world. And it gives a lot for you to like work with. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, I just I find it a fascinating thing, like when. Uh, when the right song is used against like um against something that's portraying on screen it's like just is this incredible combination which is just really like powerful um so yeah I think it's some it's definitely like in those worlds of like why I think I always lean towards film and tv to trying to pull from because it just feels so powerful like yeah, that yeah. connection between both of them yeah so this is a big inspiration obviously yeah that's um that's cool that's cool now um you released a single at the end of last year penciled brims um which has done very well and then most recently uh stay the same obviously they're both on the ep um it's kind of classic heartbreak song um yeah so it kind of uh, it recording this track kind of inspired you to do the whole ep really i guess yeah. kind of the catalyst for for creating the project yeah yeah, it did. And if I, I don't know if I didn't see that post and I didn't message him, which was so out of character for me as well, because I just like to stay quiet and that's like, you know, <laughs> don't want to badger anyone. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it kind of like everything happened from that one message and then that one song and then it just kind of snowballed really. So yeah, it yeah. was really lovely. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Yeah, these things happen for a reason sometimes, don't they? And like we said, mm-hmm. um, just like a chance meeting or you know just an opportunity and um yeah yeah, yeah. uh I'd, yeah I really like the electronic sounding kind of you know the synths and everything that, that are in here and um I would say to listeners you know go go listen to the EP which uh which dropped yesterday it's it's awesome so five tracks on there is that is that right um yeah five yeah. tracks yeah yeah um I mean yeah you've 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 gained some pretty big support from BBC introducing um and some some airtime on the radio that must be really nice to have that kind of support already as well from you know Hugh Stevens and those guys yeah it was it was like huge I didn't expect it of course like I remember seeing the email come through and I was like oh this is spam this isn't real <laughs> and then I had to like google the this the email and it came up and it was like 
the producer's name and I was like oh wait this is real and like I was like no way like it was kind of crazy and everyone stayed up because it was like that late slot where it was around midnight like my nan stayed up it was like everyone was committed to hearing my song (laughs) on Radio 1 it was quite hilarious but incredible and yeah I just it was um not expected in the slightest so made it even more like special yeah yeah lovely lovely um I mean obviously with the pandemic everything's on the live side everything's uh kind of come to a bit of a standstill massive standstill um there's a lot of uncertainty about when we can get out to to gigs again but have you got any plans to be doing that if we can later in the year or have you looked into the sort of you know the live stream uh virtual gig kind of options a lot of artists have been doing that is that something you've been thinking about I did a few live streams like last year but they quickly like you know they just you just don't feel the same and it just feels a bit strange mm-hmm. and I think everyone even audience has got a bit tired of a live stream and everyone just wants to just be in a room um, at this point so I'm really excited because now I've got these songs in like their full form Um, I can get like a, a band together and and like play these songs in their full like full form so I'm, I'm just excited to do that and have a bit more like energy and presence and figure out what that you know what my live situation and performance looks like now because before the EP I just like play everything acoustically like just mm. me and my guitar so it's a very different sound and I'm I think I've always wanted to take it to the the next level live but never had the sort of songs and the resources around me to kind of make that happen and mm. um, but now I've got this whole EP so I'm just excited to just like bring that live performance alive and see see what that brings um yeah and I'm sure I'll because I, I enjoy gigging but it doesn't have that sort of you know or the excitement because it's just me and my guitar but I think with a bit more of like a buzz and an energy to it um and something I can move to and have a bit of fun with like I think that'll bring a whole new like perspective to 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 my live performance yeah absolutely yeah because your songs they've got a real vibe to them they do make you know they they do make you want to dance like you know you're you're an acoustic artist by the sound of it you know like you said you kind of start on the guitar but um that track it's got like a really kind of upbeat nice you know when it drops it's just like yeah like it's nice um and you know when you can get back when you can get out on the road that'd be uh would be amazing um yeah I mean it must be quite nice to having wrote those songs quite a while ago and been sitting on them for a while Amber to now have them all together in one place released as an EP you know it's kind of like you know releasing them to the world must be quite a nice quite a nice feeling definitely yeah and I think because those songs were written in um the time frame they were they kind of it feels very much like a chapter is like ended and like they are now there and they exist as that one body of work all together um and it feels like a very like okay like this is a very f- nicely formed stepping stone to push off to the next next project mm-hmm. so um it feels really nice to have everything and especially because it's like the first sort of body of work I've put out um and it's been so like well, well received and everyone's been so lovely that it's it's just kind of topped up those self-belief levels to kind of you know to push me into the next thing mm-hmm. um and kind of giving me that bug as well to sort of keep going with it and and yeah just the whole process has been really enjoyable so it's a uh, it's a good thing <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah of yeah. course you, so 
now you've got the bug, are you going to be doing a lot more writing? Are we going to be seeing maybe some some more singles later this year, or are you just going to be sitting on this, see how the see how the EP does for a little while? Uh, um, I think I'll get back into it. Like I really want to get back into the studio. I'm sat on so much material yeah. that kind of um, that just rolled out over the the lockdowns and. Just it's I don't know what way it's going to go, if it's going to go more, you know, towards the same sound of this EP or develop a bit more. Like I'm really just always like open to to try and anything with the production of, of my music and constantly just, yeah, just wanting to to just explore what each song does and where it can go. Um, and so, yeah, I think I'll get back into the studio and get more material together to kind of do it this whole process again and put out more music and just keep the momentum as well and yeah and hopefully this time next year it'll be a bit different and there'll be a actual you know people to speak to and see in real life (laughs) yeah absolutely yeah sure I think uh, as soon as we return to some sort of normality um the kind of energy levels are going to be really high aren't they and everyone's going to be everyone's going to be dying to get back in the studio and playing gigs and yeah it's just going to be it's going to be awesome um amber it's been so nice having you on the show today thanks for uh thanks for joining us oh no thank you for having me i've really enjoyed it good good oh you're so welcome it's um yeah i mean best of luck i mean the ep is is awesome uh and i'm sure you've already already received some lovely feedback on it and uh we'll see how it does over the next uh the next however long um i'm sure it's going to be uh it's going to be uh hit with your fans so um and i'm a big fan so uh yeah let's keep in touch and um best of luck with the next project and hopefully we'll catch up soon definitely thank you so much no you're so welcome amber you take care headliner radio supporting the creative community